This is an interview on Tuesday, November 24th, 2020, with Firing Squad guitarist Jack Weiss by Nick Brickell. Now, Jack, can you tell me about getting your very first guitar? I got my first guitar when I was like 12 or 13. It was a, uh, it's a Christmas gift from my parents, and uh, it was the Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden Signature Jackson. Did you ever take any lessons or use any private tutors over the years? Like a year after I got that guitar, I started going to this like after-school music program in Woodstock called the Rock Academy. And that's also where the um, Scottian camp was. Can you tell me about the uh, music program you were part of that Scottian was leading? <clears throat> well, it was like like five years ago I think it was the first time he came and it was like a week-long songwriting and performance workshop with him and Brendan Small from Metalocalypse was the uh was that the first one too yeah it was basically just like getting some some cool insight from those guys and about everything from performing to song structure and lyrics and uh it was a really great opportunity and that's where I met Will Lang, the singer of our band, and Elliot, the bass player. Now, um, you want to add anything else to that, or um, you good on that question? Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Now, what is it like being a part of the Woodstock music scene, and how much bleed over is there with the, the Poughkeepsie scene, or do you view them as like independent of one another? As far as Woodstock goes, there's really not that many young bands there's us and then my friend Mackie plays in a band too and um what's his band they're called the bobby lees they're they actually got signed like last year they have a record out and um they're they're more of like a uh, bluesy kind of rock band and blues like like white people blues is big in woodstock i'd say the majority of the quote-unquote music scene is like old older kind of dudes with an acoustic guitar and singing singing their hearts out can you fill me in on your lineup right now for firing squad well i play rhythm guitar will lang is the vocalist and lead guitar player elliot mangione is our bassist, and our drummer is Alan Rosenbaum. He's a, he's a great drummer. He's only 15, actually. How do you keep up to date with your music news? Like, Are you using like podcasts, alt-weeklies, zines, or anything like that? I use Twitter a lot, social media, um, word of mouth, kind of. Uh, and then, of course, like the you know, online publications. Has Firing Squad been in any like published articles yet? Yeah, um, not not by like you know big places or anything, but some some cool smaller metal blogs, and um, a friend of mine named Ethan that I met at college in Oneonta has this this great blog, and he he's written about us a couple of times. What's the name of his blog? He changed the name. I'm pretty sure 
now it is uh like music reviews from the end of the world something like that really really cool guy named ethan tepper he's also a musician he plays some really weird kind of um ween influenced music very very cool stuff dude what was going through your mind getting to open for death angel for your very first show yeah it was we were super psyched to hear about that show and it was kind of like floating around that death angel were coming to the chance and we would gig um it was crazy because we had just started the band like barely like a month after we started rehearsing we heard about that show i think we were able to get on it and luckily a couple days before that we were able to snag like a warm-up gig at uh dark side records in poughkeepsie so we weren't totally raw for the first you know first real show for your song police state of mind when did you write that song and has its meaning changed for you as the year has gone by? It came there pretty quickly, just as all that news was breaking over the summer of the, you know, protests against police violence. And we, we wrote it in July and then we started rehearsing it in August and we recorded it at the beginning of September. And then it came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe a week or two ago at this point. And uh, pretty quick turnaround which i'm happy about and but yeah i think not much has changed at all the, the kind of i think the message of the song really speaks for itself it takes a pretty uh significant you know stand i think and uh yeah it's you know police brutality is a serious problem it's been around for a long time and not going anywhere at this rate you shot a video for American Carnage in February. Can you tell me how that show went? That was cool. That um, that show was at a place called Dad Shack in Oneonta, where we go to college. It's a house venue. I'm pretty sure it's not there anymore because the dudes who ran it graduated. Yeah, we that was we had played a few shows in Oneonta leading up to that, so we were kind of getting people familiar with us and. We, uh, there were a couple other cool bands on that show, and it sold out. Yeah, it was super fun, crazy energy. All the kids were, you know, moshing and everything. And we had these um, two really talented photographer, videographer girls that we know from Oneonta shoot the video for us. Super DIY, it didn't cost any money, and, you know, it, it was cool. You covered Death Like Silence for your EP. Just wondering, are you guys big Teutonic thrash metal fans? We actually, um, Death Like Silence is a song that we wrote a couple years ago and um, about like the black metal shit in Norway, Euronymous and Varg and everything. Uh, we named it after the um, Death Like Silence productions. We actually wrote it before we even knew that they named the label after the Sodom song, which was pretty funny to find out. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I think it's an outlier in our catalog because the rest of our music is pretty like political or environmentally, you know, conscious or like that's, that's really what we write about. And that song is just like about those guys killing each other and stuff. 
what would you say you're more of a fan of? Like the big four of Germany or like the old school Norwegian black metal scene? I really love Dark Throne and early Mayhem. I really like I like I only listen to Mayhem with Dead or uh what's his name? Maniac, the dude on Death Crush. Yeah. The classic Norwegian shit is is what me and Will really like. Oh, dude, you ever get into Windier? No, actually, I don't know who they are. Okay, um, they were probably one of the best Norwegian black metal bands of the early 2000s. Just look up the album 1184, and, um, dude, do you have a record player? Yeah, I do. Dude, uh, you might want to really hustle, because check this out. I think um, Season of Mist has put out a complete box set of their entire discography onto vinyl with only 1184 copies. And like their best album was probably 1184. So it's kind of like, you know, you need to move if you care about that. But, um, that's cool, man. Seriously, check out that album. If you dig Norwegian black metal, you'll love it. I guess, do you have any really cool things, uh, in your music collection from uh, the Norwegian black metal scene? I actually, ha- I, I don't have any physical copies of any, of any of that stuff. I really, I've only had enough money to start buying records like within, you know, the last couple of years. And uh, something really cool that I bought like a couple of weeks ago is um, Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death. Totally, you know, obviously not black metal. It's Dead Kennedys, their compilation album from, I think 87 but it has like the original flexi disc that came with it and the zine and even like the alternative tentacles like paper advertising the other records they have and so that that's some cool vinyl that i bought recently but no i don't have any uh i don't have any of the norwegian shit yet tell me about the single you've alluded to from your interview posted earlier with the, uh, the german youtuber yeah, that's uh, that's something we've been working on. We actually started writing that song like a year ago. It's basically done. It's our longest song, but probably not that long by other bands' standards. It's like six and a half minutes. It's way like shreddier, way more technical, kind of like some Vector influence, and uh, back to some like environmental kind of lyrics and we're gonna record it maybe like end of this year or early 21 and it's probably gonna come out in the spring what is your most cherished instrument um i got this cool jackson v last year that i really that i really dig and uh it's probably it plays great sounds great that's definitely my favorite guitar now, it's not like vintage or anything like that, yeah. it's, but it's super cool. Now, what is your favorite, your favorite ghost story or urban legend from Woodstock, New York? My favorite urban legend from Woodstock is the fact that people think the Woodstock Festival actually took place like in town when it, you know, it happened like an hour and a half away from where Woodstock actually is. And I used to work at a music shop 
right in town and people from like across the world would come in like specifically there was this French family that came in and was like, so where did the festival happen? Like, was it over there? And I was like, no, it happened to, like an hour and a half away from here. You're, you're in the wrong County. And the disappointment on the, on their faces was, it was priceless. <laughs> Funny. Now, would you like to go back to any questions? Uh, that sounds, sounds good to me, man. Final words. Uh, fucking stream Police State of Mind by Firing Squad. It's a great song. Thank you. This has been an interview on Tuesday, November 24th, 2020, with Firing Squad guitarist Jack Weiss by Nick Perkel.